0: Yo, welcome back to the Demo Tape Podcast. Fresh off of a night of Game 5's Eastern and Western Conference Semifinals. The Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. And the primetime main event showdown of the Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors. And man, was it ever a game. Golden State pulls it out um, at home. Curry has a late flurry, one ninety nine 104 But the big story of the game is Kevin Durant is gone he's out and the TNT staff said they I guess they talked to the locker room and that he has a calf strain but it ain't look like a calf strain and I don't know they'll know for sure until they get that MRI and from where I'm looking that's a that's an Achilles tear and without Kevin Durant the Warriors ain't winning no championship the Warriors probably not gonna I'm gonna say the Warriors not gonna win this series and I say oh what a difference a year makes karma's a bitch because this time last year, the Houston Rockets won game five and lost Chris Paul and they went on to lose the last two. The Rockets will win game six and game seven. You can book that. And I know I said they would win. I, I know I said they would win game five. I know I was wrong. I was wrong. But I didn't expect KD to go down. KD is gone. And this team is not a championship team without KD. They don't have the depth. Yeah, they may have Steph and Clay and the, and the Splash Brothers and all that stuff. But listen here, man. Without KD, they sacrifice Depth and 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 bench players for more for for better starters and two of their starters have gone down. Listen, man, they're not gonna win a championship. And for everybody thinking like, oh, this is championship, this is a championship squad. They're gonna dig deep and find a way to do it. Yo, man, you need guys. You need guys. You need guys on your bench. You need guys in your starter. You need productive guys. But Kenny, he's a productive guy. Get out of here. Livingston's done nothing, bro. Oh, he's banged up. Whatever excuse you want to make, Livingston does nothing. Andre Iguodala could get dunked and stuff, but he'll hit a three. But if you leave him open, he's self checked He's only good on the defensive end. All you have, all the Warriors have now going forward for offense is Steph and Clay. That's not enough to win a championship. Not in this year's NBA. I don't care what you say. I don't care who they are. I don't care what they've done. That is not enough. And I'm not really happy about this because. I wanted to beat the Warriors straight up, head-to-head. Your best players, our best players, because that's how we, you know, measure greatness or measure, you know, how how good your team is, is when you're 100% healthy and we're 100% healthy. But with that being said, it's karma, man, because the Warriors, on their whole historic meteoric rise to win their championships, they've got injury after injury after injury to go their way. Real talk. That first championship year, pretty much every point guard that could guard Steph Curry got hurt. Every single one. Then Kyrie got hurt. Kevin Love got hurt. Everybody got hurt. Same thing when they went um, the first year with KD. Kawhi Leonard rolls an ankle. The Spurs is busting Golden State's ass by 23. And Kawhi goes down with an ankle injury that takes him out. Of the series, pretty much. I think, yeah, it was a series. And finally, the chickens come home to roost for that ass. That's it. That's it, dog. Uh, I don't care what you say. You can talk to me. People can say whatever they got to say. I'm sure my dad's gonna call me and try to be on some, oh you, you, you're gonna get your heart broken. Look, man, without KD, this team ain't winning no championship. Not this roster, from top to bottom, they're not winning a championship without KD. They're not. Whatever style of play you wanna criticize, they're better with it, they're better when KD's off the court because they move the ball. Okay, cool. Where are they gonna get those thirty-six points a night from? Where? Where? Tell me who? Curry? Please. Please, I wipe my ass with that. Curry ain't dropping off like that. Not no, not, not in no NBA Finals, not when he's the, the main guy that people are keying on, no. Now, as a second guy, maybe, but he didn't even do that as a second guy. So we'll see. I mean, only the games will tell. But I ain't worried at all, I swear to God, I'm not worried at all. Like, I would have been more worried had KD played, finished the game, and they won the game. Even with the given score, I'd be like, yeah, maybe the Rockets could win game six, but... They have no chance against them. Yo, the Warriors are not going to beat this Rockets team twice without KD. They won't do it. They can't do it. Everybody keeps saying, oh, they beat them without KD. Okay, we're going to see. We're going to see. Maybe, but even if, they, okay, and I'll give you this. For the sake of this discussion and for the sake of being open-minded about this discussion of the Warriors and their championship aspirations. Even, let's say they do. They go out to Houston. They rain threes, they put Houston out at home. Okay, cool. They're not winning a championship, dude. Like, come on. Like, be realistic now. Come, yo. And I don't even know how I feel about that because I like KD. I don't want KD to get an Achilles tear, which I believe it is. I don't care what the, the TNT said. Until I until they do an MRI and they say, like, yeah, it's an Achilles tear. I mean, uh, uh, a uh, calf strain. Man, that look like an Achilles tear. And even if... Um, Because I was watching it on my laptop, and my laptop started to buffer for a second. And ironically enough, it buffered right when KD KD didn't grab his calf. Like, he didn't grab for his calf. He grabbed his Achilles Achilles area. Like, yo, man, y'all go keep thinking that this is a calf strain. This ain't no calf strain. He could barely walk either off the court. Like, you see how he stopped walking? He was like, yo, man, KD is out. And that changes everything. Not only for just this series, but this changes. Even if the Golden State Warriors go, yo, man, they were playing this dude 45 minutes. Ah, who, where? Who's going to score? Who's going to shoot? Like, come on. Like, come on. They put all their eggs. And that's their whole ownership. Mentality was we're gonna go for the gusto. And if there's a better player out there to get, we're gonna get him because we can play with anybody, and anybody can play in our system, and our system, our system is this, and our system is that, and that's what they did. They sacrificed their bench for starters. And the first year with KD it wasn't so bad because KD was dropping boys off. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie and say that they don't stand a better chance of winning the championship that they didn't stand a better chance. I I listen, I thought Goldis, I thought go I still think, but I thought go to say we we'll lose to the Houston Rockets in seven. But that was with KD. Like without KD, like come on. Like oh my god. This changes everything. And if you don't want to deny it, you can deny it if you want to. You're living in la la land. They are this team is not good enough without KD. I'm sorry. Simple as that. Curry came out in the second half and he balled. I'm not going to take that from Curry. All right, but that was like a a change of pace in the middle of the game and 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 was that a game if that Houston should have won? Because now we gotta flip to Houston. I agree. Houston should have took that game. I was I was hoping they took that game. But actually, I'm kinda hope- I'm kinda happy they didn't take that game. Because it's gonna give them game six to play against the Durant list Warriors and then come back and have a better game plan to defeat them in game seven. I'm not oh my goodness. I don't want to say this is Christmas in May, but it kinda is. Like, I don't yo. The Warriors don't have KD, and they're not gonna- Yo, anyway I, I'm going to get off that I might return to that a little bit later So, Kyrie and his team went down Boston Celtics 4-1 It was a wrap um, Kyrie shot terrible again um, um. Hold on, I'm about to try to pull up his uh, His shooting stats Because remember he said that It doesn't matter that he shot 7 for 22 As long as he as lo- uh, He'll shoot 30 times so, I, I I mean, Kevin Durant. I mean, not Kevin Durant, but Kyrie Irving. Uh, everybody likes that whole... See, what this is the thing that bothers me about basketball and basketball fans. We're in love with the guy because Michael Jordan set the precedent. And I don't think we fully, especially those of us that were born, like, in the late 80s, early 90s. Like, we didn't fully see Jordan in his prime. We saw old Jordan. And so, I don't think we fully... Yeah, and all we can do is read stats, but a lot of us don't even really do that too much because we really don't know what we're talking about. Um, Excuse me. When you look at Kevin, not Kevin Durant, when you look at Michael Jordan and what he did from the perimeter, dude, he was like the most efficient perimeter player the league had seen up to that point. I'm not going to say that, but like for what he was doing and the volume of shots that he was taking and things of that nature, like, yeah, he really was. He was like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, except he was a shooting guard. So, that's why people put him in such a great lord. Now, so, after Kevin Durant, I mean, after Kevin Durant, after Michael Jordan, we get Allen Iverson, we get Kobe Bryant, we get a lot of guys coming after him trying to emulate him. And I like Allen Iverson. I'm an AI guy all the way. But AI is not Jordan. Kobe is not Jordan. Jordan. And so we get these guys that want to be like Kobe and be like Jordan and take all the shots, and we end up liking that as a fan base because we like Jordan, and we like guys that play like Jordan, so we like the Kobe's. And, and when you look back and you go through forensically and you look at Kobe Bryant's Game 7s and stuff like that, even though they won some and they lost some in the playoffs, he shot terrible. Jordan didn't do that. Like Jordan shot a good a good percentage, at least especially when he was in his prime. So I'm saying that to say we like Kyrie because Kyrie is – little mamba or whatever he wants to be and he wants to be like kobe and trade shots and be a philosopher and he wants to take all the shots and and i'm i'm the guy and, and i'm a great shooter and this and that and listen man volume shooting from the perimeter especially when you're a 6-3 guard like kyrie irving it can be stopped and like dude we have this love for this guy we have this love for this guy, but what is he, like, what is he, outside of playing with LeBron, let's, let's really be real about Kyrie. When he was in Cleveland the first time, they were going nowhere. They weren't improving. Kyrie was taking all the shots. It was his team. They did him and Deion Waiters didn't like each other because basically him and Deion Waiters are the same guy. They just want the shots. LeBron comes, by, comes back. They get rid of Deion Raiders. They add Kevin Love. They win a championship. They go to two finals. They win a championship. All of a sudden, we look at Kyrie Irving like, Kyrie's like, you know, a championship caliber player. But based on what evidence, besides playing with LeBron and hitting the shot, because I will give Kyrie that he did hit that shot in Game Seven, and thank God for Kyrie. But my point is, what had Kyrie proven up until that point? See, Dwayne Wade, he had proven up until that point that he was a championship player. So when Dwayne Wade, you know, and LeBron play together, it's cool to 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 think of Dwayne Wade in that in that realm or in that light. But what had Kyrie done? And then now he goes to Boston. Boston, without him last year, goes to Eastern Conference Finals, Game Seven against LeBron James and the Cavs. Now you can argue with whether or not the Cavs were as loaded, were as uh, a good of a team. Um, period. Because they end up getting blown out by the by the Golden State Warriors, they end up getting swept. But the point of the matter is, without Kyrie, that same Boston team with all the same players, like minus him and Gordon Hayward. Go seven games. Go to the Eastern Conference Finals with Kyrie. They struggle all year with Kyrie. They come back and they lose to Milwaukee. And I'm not saying Milwaukee hasn't made steps because Milwaukee has made steps. And shout out to the boy Giannis. I'm happy for Giannis. I want to see what Giannis does in Eastern Conference Finals against the Claw because I'm hoping that it's it's that matchup because I really want to see them go at it. But my thing is, what has Kyrie truly proven? And I'm not. And i like I said yesterday on my podcast when I dropped the episode I did yesterday. I think, as fans, we should be about progression. So I'm not nailing Kyrie to the to the proverbial backboard and trying to crucify him because he had bad shooting playoffs. What I'm saying is we need to stop christening people and stop condemning people and just live in the basketball moment. That's basically what I'm trying to say. So Kyrie had a bad series. So what we need to look at is, okay, Kyrie, you have your own team. The jury's out on you. That doesn't mean it can't change. No, Because going forward, Kyrie has a decision to make july 1st where's he gonna go he's gonna go to uh is he gonna stay in boston is he gonna go to new york is he gonna go to la me personally um as as the fan i am of the nba i would like to see kyrie stay in boston and commit himself to becoming a better teammate a better shot taker a better he keeps saying he's a basketball genius i you can't tell watching the games seems like he's just an iso player like give me the ball let me dribble create separation take a shot okay, cool, dude, there's a lot of, you know, there's been a lot of players in the league that could do that, that doesn't make you a genius, that doesn't make you a basketball savant, and I'm not necessarily trying to call him out, but I, what I'm saying is, Jordan was a good, like, became a better teammate, like, for those that want to hold Jordan up, I guess Jordan is like basketball Jesus, okay, well, Jordan was a was a great teammate at some point, like, after a certain point, like, he became a better team player, Kyrie's not a good team player right now, and with LeBron, it didn't matter because LeBron is on Jordan's level as far as being a team player, so you can just let LeBron run the maestro, get the assist, get everybody else in position, and all you can do is be an assassin. Similar, kind of similar to Kobe and Shaq, no disrespect to, 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 to Kobe in that realm, but Shaq kind of created Because of what he was in the middle, he kind of created the spacing on the floor to allow Kobe and others to do their thing. Not to say that Kobe didn't do his thing. He did do his thing. But my point being is Kobe was, and I'm going to always say this, I don't care what people say. Kobe is going to always be, always was and always will be better as a number two than he was as a number one. I don't care what anybody has to say about that. That's my opinion. I can argue it all day with you. And I think you can say the same thing about Kyrie. Kyrie is going to always be a better number two guy than a number one. He's always going to need somebody to play alongside him to do majority of the teamwork stuff, the teammate stuff, and he just does the scoring stuff. That's what what Kyrie needs. Now, with that being said, I think Boston had the squad to advance. I picked him to advance uh, to the Eastern Conference Finals and lose to Toronto. I was wrong. Milwaukee ascended, Kyrie faltered, and there it is. Um, so looking forward, though, like I said, i I like to see Kyrie stay in Boston. If he goes to L.A., I wouldn't really complain with that either because I think LeBron James and him are a good tandem. I don't understand the Brooklyn move. People keep talking about Brooklyn. I don't get that. And New York, um, if he was planning on going with KD, I don't know. That doesn't look as appealing because, like I said, transitioning back to the Warriors, that doesn't look like a cash train to me. It just didn't. Like, the way it happened, none of it. Like, it just didn't look like a castration. He went up. He came down. He landed. He took a few strides of the court. And he was like, oh, shit. Like, what happened? Yo. So he looked back at somebody like, yo, somebody kicked me? Like, nah, bro. Ain't nobody kicked you, bro. That's that cat. That, I mean, that's that, that's that Achilles just went on you. And since that Achilles is gone, because I believe it's an Achilles. I know they'll release it in a few days or next couple hours. Small ESP ESPN, Steven A. and all of them will be talking about it. If it is an Achilles, which I believe it is, that's a rat. Like that's a wrap for the Warriors. And I know they're gonna they're gonna go out valiantly because they're champions and they should. They're gonna ball out if they make it to the next round. They're gonna take uh the other team. They might even beat, they might even beat Denver in a seven-game series. But they're not gonna win the championship. And anybody who's still saying they're gonna win the championship without KD, you are being utterly delusional. But that's all I have to say on this matter. Uh more basketball tomorrow. I'll be there to comment on it. My get my reactions to the game because I just love it. I love what we're experiencing. These playoffs are good. I hope that KD just has a calf strain because just for his career's sake, I don't want him to have an Achilles because that does kind of change the way like athletes play cuz you never really get the calf back and it just changes everything. So I hope for KD's sake that it isn't an Achilles. I think it's an Achilles. It looked like an Achilles. His reaction was Achilles. He grabbed at his Achilles. He didn't grab at his calf. He grabbed that as an Achilles. He grabbed that as Achilles. And obviously the team is going to say what they need to say because they haven't got the proper, you know, uh like, you see, we watch the NFL, and we see sometimes, like, when players go down, they'll say, oh, it's a knee injury. And they don't know what it is. But you can kind of be like, yo, that was ACL. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a running dude and just, you cut, no contact, you fall down, you grab your knee, like, we can assume that that's ACL. So, KD goes up, he shoots, he comes down. He didn't After he come down, he didn't grab his calf and say, oh, yo, my calf. He was, like, running up the court and was like, oh, whoa, whoa, what was that? And he kind of grabbed that as Achilles, like, yo. and And... Kobe had it He was never the same player DeMarcus Cousins came back He's alright A lot of NFL guys have had it But NFL's a different sport Uh, I really am hoping for the best for KD Just from a fan standpoint Because I like KD I like what KD does I like what KD brings to the game I I enjoy watching KD play Even though I don't think the Warriors were a championship team This year I enjoy what he brings to the game I enjoy his scoring The way he scores the ball As efficiently as he scores the ball I love everything about Kevin Durant. So, ever since I said I'm at Texas. So, I hope that this isn't uh, an Achilles injury because that would be devastating to him and his career. And we really don't want that. We like to see our favorite players playing at high levels. But anyway, you can subscribe to the Demo Tape Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, Google Play, and also on YouTube. I'm going to be back tomorrow night after the game's are over with some more reaction. I appreciate everybody who's been listening in and downloading my podcast. Thank you. I'm going to try to keep going and double up and put more effort and more uh, attention to detail and all of this. But thank you once again. I'll be back tomorrow. Peace.